Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Waiting Room, the show that challenges you to thrive and not just survive in every area of your life. This is your host, Rue, and in this podcast, I'll be talking about the realities of waiting in every season of life. How we wait is more important than the wait itself, so waiting well is what matters. In this episode, I'll be talking about following your dreams. This is a very special episode for me in two ways. This is a milestone episode. So I've made it to 20. Thank you, everyone, for listening, for all your love and support and your feedback and your questions. If you had told me six months ago that I would be recording a podcast, um, I would have laughed. And here I am, 20 episodes deep. So um, thank you. And secondly, this is also my first guest episode. This is something I've been wanting to do for a while, have guests on, and eventually it'd be nice to have a co-host, but for now, we'll just take it one guest at a time. And joining me today as my very first guest is my best friend of over 15 years, April Shields. Welcome, April. Thank you for having me. It's super exciting. This is actually my first time being a guest on a podcast. So, (laughs) yes, I am super excited to have you. So today in this podcast, we're going to be talking about life seasons and when um, you have a dream and you want to step out or just stepping out of your comfort zone and doing that thing that you've always wanted to do but been afraid to do. So for me, it's been this podcast, amongst other things. Um, And I know you, of course, have yours, and we'll talk about that. And uh, for those of you who do not know April, she is my sister from another mister. And uh, we go back a long ways. Uh, We'll get into that here in a little bit. But she's also a wonderful photographer. She's an awesome musician and a great mom, wonderful wife, what else? <laughs> a bunch of other things too. All right, so let's get to know you a little bit. I'm going to ask you a few questions so our listeners can get to know you and okay. uh, we'll start talking about our dreams. All right, so what did you want to be when you were small? Uh, honestly, I always, I can remember for the longest time, even from being a young child, I wanted to be a musician. I loved music. Um, I remember just um, picking up the guitar that was in our house and I didn't know what the notes were, but I would just listen to some of my favorite songs and just pluck out the notes on the strings and I would learn the songs. I didn't even know what notes I was playing, but I would sit there and just play along with the music. so I've always I've always loved music. I think just art in general. That's awesome. So. Yes. Yeah. So we both like music and <laughs> yes, that's one of the things that like we have in common. So that's awesome. All right. If you could join any past or current music group, oh. which one would you join? Oh my goodness. Okay, so I have two answers to that. If you were to ask me this question ten years ago. 
I would have to say Dave Matthews Band. Okay. They're because they're really good. I, I think they're just excellent musicians. Um, I think that's just a mark of a good band. It's like you have to sound just as good in concert as you do on your album. Absolutely. So <laughs> if you would ask me that today, I would have to say for King and Country. Oh. Yeah. Yes. They're amazing. They are. And they put on such a good show. I've had the privilege of seeing them in concert twice. One was sort of like an uh, impromptu concert. They got rained out. So they did an um, acoustic set. And then the other one was their Burn the Ship tour. So they're amazing. So I agree. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And would you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert or an ambivert? An ambivert, for sure. When you get me around people, I can run my mouth and just chatter mm-hmm. constantly. Um, I love laughing. I love humor. If you can't laugh at my jokes, <laughs> I think we need, I don't know, there needs to be some kind of icebreaker, you know, when you first meet with someone. And I think laughing is a good thing to use. Um, but... I would say the older I'm getting, especially, I enjoy my time alone. I enjoy being at home. Yeah. A lot. Absolutely. No, I hear you. (laughs) Yes. All right. So last question. What is your proudest accomplishment? You know, I think maybe if you ask me that question, I've had a couple of different. I would just mention two. Mm -hmm. I would say that I'm the first person ever in my family to graduate from college. Mm -hmm. Um in the history of my family. And so that was kind of this barrier that was broken, you know? And then honestly, um, I think being a mom, Mm -hmm. because it's so challenging and it's some, you know, when they were smaller, I would kind of question and kind of wonder like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know what I'm doing, but the older that they're getting and some of the decisions that I see them making, Um, you know, I can kind of sit back and be like, okay, I think I'm doing okay at this. You are, you are. Yes. So, um, your daughters are the daughters I never had. So they're kind of, you you guys are kind of like my extended family. And uh, to our listeners here. So April and I, we met, um, at the door Christian center. So we both attended the same church. We met back in 2006 and we became friends. And then over the years, we became best friends and we've been there for each other, uh, mm-hmm. d- during most of our life stages and most of our challenging times. I was in your wedding. I was a yes. bridesmaid in your wedding. I was there when all your babies were born. And yes. uh, you've been there for me. So th- one of the best things in life is having good friends. And, you know, if you have a friend that you can share your life with and then your faith, because that's really what brings us together is our relationship with Jesus, you know. So, oh, yes. Yeah, definitely. it's like um, having good Christian friends is definitely a treasure that you don't come across, um, you don't see very often nowadays. And I'm truly grateful for that. And so in this episode, we're going to be talking about, you know, putting yourself out there. And 
everybody has different dreams. For some, it's starting a business. And for some, it's having a family. Others, it's traveling or, you know, uh, selling your brand or if you have a skill, perfecting that skill. And uh, whatever it is, uh, even if it's going out to another country, preaching the gospel, being a missionary, uh, no dream is too small. And uh, But sometimes I think we kind of... Uh, to, uh, talk our way out of accomplishing what we want to accomplish because I think God puts little um, inspirations or puts little dreams in us and it's kind of like you have this thought like oh could it be is it possible could I do that and we can limit ourselves uh, based on our own experience and just how we view ourselves but then there's a God factor where if you know anything is possible through God all right so um, let's talk about some of the dreams that you have had. So an area where you just had to, you know, go for it and say, you know, what, I don't care what happens or what people think. I'm just going to go for it. Um, <laughs> well, I could think of a couple of things that are just kind of scoot back a little bit, even before photography um, entered my life um, or when I was in college as a musician music major and um i dealt with stage fright terribly um i remember my first recital that i had i couldn't get through the piece my heart was beating out of my chest i was sweating i was so nervous i felt like i was just gonna pass out on the stage um but afterwards, I was, I was. I remember just being so upset with myself that I just couldn't do it. But it was something that I wanted to do so, so, so bad. And so from that point on, I just kind of made myself sign up for every recital every month until I um, got to a place where it didn't bother me anymore. As they say, practice makes better, right? Yes, so, yes. you know, the more you're exposed to that and the more comfortable you feel, you build that confidence. Putting music aside for a little bit, you are now a very accomplished photographer. And um, I've kind of seen you go through that process of <laughs> growing, uh, becoming better, and growing your business. So what was that defining moment that caused you to go from being just a hobby photographer to um, making it a source of income? Okay. Uh, well, I, I kind of dabbled in photography. I started dabbling in it, bought my first camera when I was a junior in high school. Mm -hmm. um, I went through modeling school and stuff, and I kind of just, that's what sparked my interest mm -hmm. in it. And um, so I would do odd jobs. People would actually buy film. Yes, it was that long ago. Um, <laughs> they, they would buy the film give it to me. I would shoot their pictures and give them the roll of film back. Like some pictures I've taken, I've never even seen. <laughs> so, um, but this was years ago. This was, I'm 38 now. So this was like, oh my gosh, um, a long time ago. And so um, over time I started to be like, okay, you know what? I can make a little bit of side cash off of this. Um, I would charge maybe like $50, uh, you know, something like that. I'm like, this is cool. You know, as an 18-year-old, I'm like, yeah, this puts gas in my car. <laughs> I wasn't thinking of it on a grand scale. 
a few years would pass. I would go on to do a couple of weddings. Um, All of this was film photography, of course, at that time. And then I moved to Tennessee. (laughs) And I didn't touch my camera for a couple of years. Got married. Didn't touch it for another five years. I worked a full-time job. Uh, After my husband and I started to have our children, I became a stay-at-home mom. Mm -hmm. And so, or a domestic diva, as you would call it. Yes. Um, So I was a domestic diva for um, probably like five years, I I would say. And, but there was always kind of something in me that was just like, I need to make an income. I need to make, I need to make some money, you know? So I would teach piano lessons on the side. But that eventually, I my a lot of my students had fallen away. So I'm sitting here thinking about going back to work and doing all the calculations of the cost of daycare and what I was going to be making. And long story short, at the end of the month, I would have been bringing home basically about $250 after paying for daycare. <laughs> and I was just like, it's not worth it. It's not worth paying all that money, being away from my kids 40 hours a week, having somebody else raise them, which, you know, I understand sometimes you have to do that. You have no other choice. Mm -hmm. Um, But for me, here I am. I have this photography in my back pocket. And I just went to my husband. I was like, it's time. I think it's time for me to just go for it and to just do this. Um. And so we just went, got our business license, and just made it happen. Awesome. (laughs) And here you are today. What have been some of the most challenging experiences you've had um, as a photographer? And you don't have to name names. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I, I would say they're more personal than working. I've always been able to work with the public. Mm-hmm. And with people, I, I worked in customer service for years. I worked as, um, you know, for the court system. And so dealing with people has always been pretty simple for me, pretty natural. I think the biggest challenges I face are balancing life around a job that I don't have to go clock into. <laughs> so um, that that is, for me is the biggest challenge because I don't want to be that person that has this incredibly successful business, but at the same time, I'm failing at home. So I think it's important to balance that. And so I think just learning how to balance that and making sure it's like, no, I right now I need to spend time with my kids or right now I need to make sure that I'm spending time with my husband and this can wait or... You know what I'm saying? So I think learning how to juggle and balance life properly is probably the biggest hurdle mm-hmm. that I've had to deal with. And honestly, I'm not a master at it yet. It's still it's something that's ever changing, mm-hmm. especially as your kids grow. They have different needs. As your marriage grows, there's different needs. And you just kind of have to go with the flow. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Awesome. All right. So, so you've heard of the imposter syndrome, right? Oh yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> is that something that you have struggled with? I know I have. So when I had this idea or this dream of starting a podcast in my mind, I was like, well, there are already a lot of podcasters out there. What am I going to say that hasn't been said before? And, you know, it's like, well, who am I? Nobody will listen to me. So once again, it's those voices in your head that kind of talk you out or you're just kind of looking at the situation from your limited point of view and stuff. But after starting it and getting feedback from people and interacting with people more on a different level than I would otherwise has really, you know, been encouraging and shown me like, hey, you know, there's people out there, there are conversations that we need to have. And, and you know, this is something I mentioned in previous episodes, but, you know, it's just uh, having certain conversations that you don't hear things, certain things being talked about, but we're all kind of struggling with the same thing. So it's just kind of creating that platform where people can just listen and relate, you know, hey, you know, we're going through, we're in different seasons of life, but um, we can all sort of relate. So have you had to deal with imposter syndrome? Oh, yes. Very much so. So I I have some photographer friends <laughs> and I have some photographer acquaintances. You know, everyone that kind of knows me and knows how I shoot. I'm I'm not a very by the book photographer. <laughs> there are there are photography rules out there and I like to break them. So um I definitely you know, and then looking at other photographers, sometimes you can kind of go through that comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I'm kind of over that now, though. Okay. Um, I really did battle that in the beginning because I, I took a five-year break from photography. I didn't touch my camera. So when I came back into the photography world, photography had exploded. I mean, anyone can buy a professional camera and learn how to use it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the number of photographers that are out there is, I mean, I really don't know that I could count them. So I think comparing when I first came back into business, comparing my photography to other photographers and uh, it kind of can be depressing or like, man, they're they're getting a lot of business, you know, Um, and I'm crickets right now. So I, I think just dealing with the imposter syndrome is to stop comparing yourself to other people. Mm-hmm. I feel like my photography is very what would I say? It's kind of like in its own little category. <laughs> um, I, I wanted to stand out in our area. I wanted to be different. And so it's kind of like I look what, at what everybody else is doing and I'm not doing that. And that's okay. So, um, but yes, I, I think everyone kind of deals with it at, yeah. to some degree. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then I think that goal there or the task is to just work past that and move get out of your own head and you know silence those voices in your head um because it it evolves it changes you know this year it's one thing and then when you work past that you're on another level and there's another thing so you're constantly growing and changing as a person yes and i you know i think i with the imposter syndrome just to add this i think i struggle we tend to struggle with it more with those who do what we do yeah so <laughs> there's <laughs> there's a studio we go shoot at and um they they might listen to this podcast so they'll they'll hear this but anyway every time i go i'm so nervous <laughs> on my way i'm just i have i'm so nervous i think my heart is beating and i'm like 
clammy and but because I know there's other photographers there and I get terrified but then once I'm there and I start shooting I'm fine but it's just that those thoughts you know they run through your head like oh my gosh you know <laughs> um, yeah. what are they gonna think you know what do, you know but I don't know it's just lies <laughs> yes and you know what that made me think I totally relate as a drummer so um, I play the drums for our worship team at church and you know I'm mostly self-taught I didn't get any professional training but when I know that there's a drummer, you know, visiting or if I, you know, if I have a friend, <laughs> I have a few friends that are really good drummers. If they are in the service or something, I'm like so nervous and so aware of my mistakes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, they're probably like, oh, yeah, she missed that. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but most of the time they don't even notice. And <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I totally understand, um, you know, the general public you know they don't really care but once there's a drummer in the house so and don't ask me to play in public well I mean I do play in public but like on not on the spot not just me playing I, I like to hide behind everybody else yeah, bass and the guitarist and you know so yes <laughs> totally relate <laughs> yeah all right so where can people see your work uh our website is very simple it's aprilshieldsphotography.com um, we're also on Instagram at A Shields Photo and on Facebook at April Shields Photography. It's just do a search there. So um, I haven't made the jump to TikTok yet. I've heard that it's beneficial, but I haven't I haven't gone there yet. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> social media, I don't even want to get started. Uh, I struggle too. It's okay. Yes. It's one of those things. Like I had to open an Instagram for the podcast and just trying to learn. So I'm a little bit behind because I mean, Instagram has been around for a while now and I'm not a big social media fan, but then now I have a podcast and I cannot just not have social media. So starting mm -hmm. off with Instagram is what they would recommend. So I don't even have a Facebook, but, you know, just trying to grow that platform and reach out to people. And oh, gosh, yeah, the learning curve and all of that is just like, uh, it's a little bit intimidating, but I totally understand. So I will put her link in the description if you want to see her work. And if you're in the local area and you, if you need headshots done for your business or if you need your if you're about to sell your house and you need a photographer or what else? Um, I I enjoy um, newborns as well. I, I kind of categorize myself as a portrait photographer on our photography page. It's real estate portraits maternity and newborn so mm -hmm. awesome mm -hmm. yes and they're all really good and I, I'm not just saying that because I'm your friend <laughs> but honestly <laughs> like your work is really good um and one of you know those my favorite scriptures is you know I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength because kind of going back to what I said earlier like on our own we really can't do much but then it's kind of like once you include the God factor you can do whatever he mm -hmm. wants you to do you know and um, I never would have thought I would have a podcast where I'm reaching out to people my age so my target audience are people just like me you know uh, young adults middle no am I middle what what am I? I'm not a young adult. You're not a young adult oh, anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
gosh. Okay, so you know, people my age, you know, mainly single, but people are just in this season of life, um, and so. so I never would have imagined, but here I am. And I think, you know, God had put that dream as a, like years ago, but he had to kind of prepare me and I had to go through some things and learn some lessons before I could get to this point. So that brings me to my question for you. What is your dream? What is something that you have had this little inkling of wanting to do, but you haven't actually done it. And what's holding you back, as the title of the podcast says. Uh, So write down your goals. Writing down your goals um, is so significant because once you see it on paper, it's like your brain actually wants to put it in action so you will be more focused. So whether it's financial goals, saving up to buy a home or um, getting out of debt or whether it's fitness goals, you know, becoming healthier, losing weight, or if it's a project or creative goals, uh, starting a business or perfecting a skill, uh, relationship goals, um, you know, maybe starting dating, getting back out into dating if you haven't, finding a spouse or vocational goals, calling, all of that. So everybody's in different seasons, but I think we all have something that, you know, we can say that's a hope and a dream and we can work towards. And as C.S. Lewis says, you are never too old to set another goal or dream a new dream. So I'm a big C.S. Lewis fan. And speaking of C.S. Lewis, the book recommendation for this week is a little bit of fiction, something light, The Chronicles of Narnia. So you can start with the language and the wardrobe, something different from the books I have been recommending recently. So uh, C.S. Lewis is always, anything by him is always going to be a good read. So uh, you can pick up, I have the link for the Chronicles of Narnia in the description there. You can click on that and you can also find it on my website. All right. And that is it for today's episode. Thank you for joining April and myself here in the waiting room. Look out for my next episode. In the meantime, please share this podcast and I'd love to hear your feedback. You can share your experiences or give your comments uh, regarding this topic and you can submit your questions through my website or you can email me at thewaitingroom at gmail.com or you can follow me on Instagram, thewaitingroom. And you can also reach out to April Shields. Her links are in the description as well. Until then, take care.